Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Beat My Guest. I'm your host, AJ Mass. If you're new to the show, each week I invite a guest to sit in the hot seat and field questions in a wide variety of topics, earning points for the episode on a scale of 1 to 100. For those of you playing along at home, you have but one task set before you, and that is to see if you can beat my guest. Hmm, but before you can beat my guest, you need to meet my guest, so let's give a warm welcome to our first guest for today's episode, Kelsey Barkham. Kelsey, how are you? I'm doing well. It's a little early in the morning for me in Denver. I guess the the podcast listeners of the future won't realize, but uh, it's it's 8 a.m. and I'm trying to drink as much coffee as possible to stay awake. Well, we certainly appreciate the <laughs> sacrifice that you are making for our country. And then let's hope that there are still <laughs> listeners come to <laughs> get down to editing this. Kelsey, uh, why don't you give everybody a little bit of a uh, synopsis of uh, who you are and what you used to do when we used to do things? <laughs> uh, I'm a biomedical researcher living in Denver. And I'm still doing that a little bit, but now I'm mostly working from home and taking in all of the trivia content that people are very generously creating in our work from home time. Excellent. And it was a pleasure uh, hanging with you a little bit in Chicago uh, during yes. the Geek Bowl festivities, which as they uh, eerily uh, prescient uh, announced <laughs> as the final American gathering. <laughs> uh, Kelsey, welcome to the hot seat. And of course, you will not be in there alone. Nay, nay. Uh, keep six feet apart, however, as we introduce our other guest, Mr. Seth Disner. Seth, how are you? And welcome back. I'm, I'm doing as well as I can, AJ. Thanks so much. It's, it's, a, it's a joy to be back on here. Um, I was reflecting on the fact that I have a competitive advantage over Kelsey because I am in the central time zone. So I've been <laughs> awake for an hour longer. Um, I'm not sure I'm any more awake per se, but we'll see if that ends up coming into play. Well, we will indeed see uh, anything you'd like to uh, offer by way of introduction to yourself other than your uh, generic uh, time zone location. Well, is that, is that insufficient? Um, no, so uh, I, if, if you're a, a seasoned listener of, of Beat My Guest, odds are you've come across me in the past. This is not my first rodeo, um, uh, I, 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 uh, but, but this is my first time doing this version of the show, so we'll see if my fates have any better luck. Um, I am actually, I, Kelsey and I were comparing notes a moment ago because I also um, am a, a researcher in the field of uh, you know, neuroscience adjacent. I'm actually a psychologist, but I do more imaging and genetics work um, in, the, in the field of sort of trauma-related disorders. But uh, no, I, as a researcher, um, essentially doing, uh, especially doing non-essential research, I'm one of the first people to kind of get the, get the, the order to stop doing what I'm doing when... Um, when things get real. So so I have free time, and I'm happy to fill my free time with you guys. Well, thank you so much for uh, spending your free time here. And uh, no, I am not taking either of these individuals away from uh, research on a cure or anything like that. So uh, I don't feel responsible at all. <laughs> but why don't we just uh, forget about that and have a little fun for a while. Uh, hopefully these categories I've chosen today are in your real houses. Otherwise, we're in for a very long, long, uh, long afternoon. But anyway, here's how it's going to work. The two of you will battle head-to-head -head in two categories of ten questions each. In round one, there'll be one bonus. In round two, there'll be two bonuses. You'll alternate uh, questions. If you get it right, you get one point. If you get it wrong, your opponent will have a chance to steal for that point. Otherwise, we'll just go back and forth until the end of the game when we'll declare a winner, a grand champion, and someone will go home with the invisible tiara. 
Kelsey, you will be up first. I have so right. deemed and declared, I guess, you know, as a reward for waking up so damn <laughs> early. <laughs> Let's hope these are in your wheelhouse. Uh, round one category. I am calling Ben Affleck and the Flecktones. These are going to be 10 quotes from movies as uttered by a character portrayed by Mr. Ben Affleck. And all you have to do to get your point is to tell me what movie these are from. Is this a good thing or a bad thing, Kelsey? You know, I think I'm okay with Ben Affleck movies, sadly. Uh, (laughs) Are the quotes all said by the wonderful Ben, or may it be one of his co-stars? Yes, these are all quotes uttered by Mr. Ben Affleck himself. Perfect. Yes, indeed. Let's see how this goes. Uh, One through ten, Kelsey, why don't you make your first selection? Well, let's go with Ben's favorite number, which is number one, how he describes himself. (laughs) Oh, no, she has Uh, Ben Affleck knowledge. (laughs) You're in trouble, Seth. I brought in a ringer. (laughs) All right, Kelsey. And what better way to start things off with pew, 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 pew. It is also our bonus question. You know, everyone does the finger guns. Everyone <laughs> does the finger guns. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, bonus question right out of the gate. This could give you a commanding lead early. Here is your quote. Most Americans feel that in order to stand being around their family for even one or two days, they need to swill as much alcohol as humanly possible. What film is that from? Okay, that doesn't sound familiar. I'm trying to think of a movie where Ben was hanging out with a family. Uh, let's go with... Mm, bounce. <laughs> bounce is not the correct answer, Seth. <laughs> Any chance you'll be able to steal this quote? So I'm I'm not nothing nothing obvious. I don't know that for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of movies where Ben has sort of a, um, a complicated relationship with his family, and the only one that comes to mind is Gone Girl. So I'll go with Gone Girl. Gone Girl is also not correct. Although this quote certainly uh, seems like it's from Ben Affleck, the documentary uh, going on right now during the COVID nineteen crisis. <laughs> Many Americans are. Having to stand being around their family for even one or two days. Oof, a lot of alcohol being spilled. No, this is the thrilling and uh, moving uh, holiday fair, Surviving Christmas. Surviving Christmas. Indeed, no points there. You know, some of these are going to be harder than others, and because you're picking randomly, you never know which ones are going to come early. Uh, But you do get a bonus question, Kelsey, and I have a feeling you might be able to get the bonus point here. We're talking about being around family. Name any one of Ben's three real-life children. Children. Oof. I was hoping you would say siblings. <laughs> um, I will say Jessica. Jessica is <laughs> not correct. Seth, do you happen to know any of these three scamps? Uh, no, but I know <laughs> that there's a lot of children named Parker. That feels like an Afflecian name. It does, it does, although he would probably pronounce it Paka. Paka. Paka Yaka. Uh, no, no. Uh, Ben's three real-life children are Violet Ann, Serafina Rose Elizabeth, 
and Samuel Garner. Oh, Samuel could have gotten, yeah. So Violet, Serafina, or Sam all would have been the correct answers there. No uh, points out of, the, out of the gate here, but I think that was a difficult question, so let us see if we can get to the more the more uh, traditional fare. Seth, you are up. <laughs> what number would you like? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the opposite path and, and go with 10. Number 10, uh, here is your quote. So this is a Harvard bar, huh? I thought there'd be equations <laughs> and shit on the wall. Well, okay, so, so there's an obvious answer that comes to mind, um, which, is, which would be Goodwill Hunting, but I don't, I, it almost feels like it's too far in that direction as to be a parody of itself. Um, oh, boy. And by the way, what, what, as a quick aside, I was thinking to myself, AJ, that I think your first version of this question was, was Tom Hanks, and of course now he has coronavirus, so this is bad news for, for Ben. <laughs> um, the, the power of the podcast. Uh, you know, I'll just go with Goodwill Hunting. Maybe this is one of the lower-hanging fruit. Well, now you do know I, I do like my trick questions. However, I had to throw a few layups in here. And yes, Goodwill Hunting is correct. One point <laughs> for you. Yeah, I hope that this doesn't become a uh, a cursed category. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> If so, then there will certainly be a particular uh, set of uh actors or actresses that I will pick for the next one <laughs> and start targeting my power. Uh, one point for Seth. Nothing for Kelsey, but Kelsey, plenty of time to catch up. Oh, what number would you like? Um, let's go in the middle, number five. Number five. Here is your quote. If we're going to fool these people, it has to be big, and it has to have something that says it's authentic. Um, so... The only thing I can think of with Ben fooling people is when he wore masks to rob banks, which is probably pretty big for Ben. That's a big trick he's playing on people. So let's go with the town. The town is not correct. <laughs> Seth, can you steal? I think I can. Um, I believe that the premise of this is uh, the attempt to rescue the Iranian hostages uh, from Argo. So I'm going to go with Argo. Argo, a film about fooling uh, Iranians by uh, pretending to make a major motion picture. Academy Award winning Argo, two to nothing. Well done with the steal there, Seth. And it is now time for you to make a pick of your own. Uh, my, my birthday is uh, October 9th, 10-9. So whenever possible, I try to go in that order. So I will go with nine for the next one. Nine. Here is your quote. You want to know why they're leaving you open? It's because they don't think you can hit the ocean from the beach. They don't think you can hit the ocean from the beach. So this, this, this is a sporting movie, it sounds like. Um, it sounds like it's a basketball movie. And the only basketball movie that I can think of that involves Ben Affleck is the most current Ben Affleck movie, which I haven't seen, but I know is basketball related. So I will go with The Way Back. Oh, way back. Well-reasoned. Yeah, nobody's seen it. No one's going to the movies anytime soon unless it's on Netflix. No one's going to see it. But yes, The Way Back, the most recent film. Uh, I thought I could potentially catch you guys up with that one, but apparently not. Seth is just a Ben Affleck I didn't think I was. Savant. I don't know. This is actually, I'm not, I don't know if pride is the right word for this experience. Uh, Kelsey, Kelsey, let's see if we can get you on the board. Let's pick another category here. We have two, three, four, six, seven, and eight. Okay, I'm going to go with lucky number three. Lucky number three. 
They say your whole life flashes before your eyes when you die. And it's true, even for a blind man. Oh, so I guess he was blind in Daredevil. I'm trying to think if he played a blind man another time. I'm honestly not into superhero movies, but I'll go with Daredevil. Daredevil, the giveaway there being Ben Affleck playing a blind man. Well done. You are on the board. Welcome to the party. <laughs> Daredevil is correct. Seth, you are up. Uh, I've, I've stumbled into a pattern, and far be it for me to mess with something that's working, so I will go with eight. Eight it is. Here is your quote. I work for the CIA, and the director asked me at the last minute to come with him to Russia to do a nuclear arms inspection. So I don't know this one off the top of my head. Um, this this has the feeling of one of the. I feel like he he did um, one of the kind of Tom Clancy ish movies. You know, one of the uh, or the the I forget the the name of the main character from Hunt for Red October, but I know he's been played by multiple actors, and I feel like Ben Affleck did one of them. Um, but not knowing for sure. Um, I, I would, you know, I don't imagine, I think in the town he plays a criminal, but maybe he's pretending to be somebody else. So I'll go with the town as well. It already came up and I, it's on my mind now. The town is not correct. Kelsey, <laughs> you have a chance to steal. Believe it or not, Seth got one wrong. You have no. a chance oh, to steal. So I also can't think of the name of that character right now. If it were two hours later, I would be able to, but I think <laughs> the name of that movie is The Sum of All Fears. The Sum of All Fears, one of the many films starring a character by the name of Jack Ryan. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, Yes, it's not Mr. Krasinski. No, it is Ben Affleck, Sum of All Fears. Well done. You have stolen the point. And it is now two for Kelsey, three for Seth. Kelsey, you are up. Can I ask briefly, sorry, Kelsey, did you get that because I reasoned through my report? No, I had, okay. it, I had it written down. I, okay. <laughs> I thought that was the case, but I'm going to be much more tight-lipped if, that's, if, if, I'm, if I'm tipping you off. No. Well, I mean, keeping, I, I need the Keeping help, in mind so. it's an audio medium, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, sorry, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to go with number two. Number two. I love you. And not, not in a friendly way, although I think we're great friends. And not in a misplaced affection puppy dog way although I'm sure that's what you call it. I love you. All right. When was Ben Affleck in a rom-com? I'm going to go with Bounce again. It is not correct. Beth, can you steal? I, I have a strong suspicion, um, which is a movie that involves Ben Affleck falling in love with someone he ought not to, which has gone on to enrage the um, LGBT community pretty consistently. I believe this is Chasing Amy. This is indeed Chasing Amy. Absolutely correct. Well done. Your Ben knowledge just continues to astound and amaze. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I don't know how I, you know, I'm a Kevin Smith fan, I think is what this is. And, that's, and, and there's a lot of overlap there. Indeed. Well, uh, let us continue on our path here. Seth, you are up. We have four, six, and seven. Go with lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. And here is your quote. As far as the whole lesbian thing goes, if you do ever think about hopping the fence, promise you'll give me a call first. So this this was, of course, the the the, the fake out for chasing Amy. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, 
but this this is sort of a a more annoying thing to say. Um, so this is this makes me feel like it's a more annoying version of, of Ben Affleck, and possibly one that's directly referencing Chasing Amy, which makes me feel like another Kevin Smith movie. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. It is not Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Kelsey, can you steal? Um, I'm going to copy some no! logic here. <laughs> I'm going to say Mallrats. It is not Mallrats, <laughs> although both fine guesses. There are only two quotes that were listed uh, for this movie. This one and the other one, which I couldn't use because it is, it's pronounced Gili like really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is from Gili. Okay. How could you not recognize a quote from Gili? I mean, didn't we all watch that movie time and time again? I only saw it twice, so I only know half the quotes. <laughs> Uh, but yes, order sometimes matters, which is why I love the randomness of this game because I, I'm sure I'm sure Chasing Amy would have been a a, a guess for this one uh, based on the plot. But no, uh, I guess Ben Affleck does uh, a lot of films with that as a storyline. Hmm, who knew? Uh, Kelsey, uh, four and six are the only ones left. Uh, let's finish off your uh, foray into all things Ben. Okay, I'm going to try to mess up Seth's mojo. And take the next number in his sequence. So I'll go with six. Head games have begun. (laughs) Here is your quote. I bet your parents taught you that you mean something. That you're here for a reason. My parents taught me a different lesson. Okay, so I'm going to go with one when he was a little bit younger and in school. So let's say school ties. Good guess. School ties. Cowards! No, that is not correct. Uh, Seth, can you steal? I think that was an excellent guess. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I'm struggling because I don't know how many Ben Affleck movies are sort of uh, invoke parents. Um, you know, I don't. My first thought was to go to one of the Batman movies, but Batman's parents, you know, Bruce Wayne, the, the you know Thomas and Martha Wayne were generally supportive. I don't remember them being jerks, but I didn't actually see any of the Ben Affleck. Batman movies, and maybe they just took a creative choice to make the Wayne parents monsters. So I'll say uh, Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman. Uh, believe it or not, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice is the correct answer. What? I'll give it to you for that. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. The next words in that quote, which I cut off, were "My parents taught me a different lesson by dying in an alley." <laughs> Well, I am. I uh, I guess it makes sense because, of course, Superman also has noteworthy parents. You know, I I I I mentioned V because I always enjoy that it's V and not versus. It makes it seem like they're suing each other. Um, <laughs> but uh, wow, I did not I did not see that movie. I did not expect to get that right. Yeah, Batman v Superman v Kramer v Kramer <laughs> v Alien v Predator. Yeah, it's a, it's a great film. Uh, well. You have five. Kelsey has two. There is one question left. Uh, I hope you're you're okay with the fact you're getting number four and not number six. But uh, since you got six right <laughs> anyway on the steal, yeah, you will survive. Unlike Batman's parents. Oh no! Uh, here, <laughs> here is your quote. The final one of the round. Let me tell you what Amy told me. She dumped you. You completely unraveled. You stalked her, you threatened her, you attempted suicide in her bed, and were institutionalized. 
So another Amy drop in, but I think this is not that. I I believe that this um, I believe Amy was the name of the main character from the movie I mentioned earlier, which was Gone Girl, and um, this has the right kind of tone of sort of antagonistic commentary about someone named Amy. So I'm going to go with Gone Girl on this one. Gone Girl is indeed the correct answer. He's confronting Doogie Howser and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I say that in jest, but there, I, I, my one of my uh, fondest uh, memories of uh, just that irony of Neil Patrick Harris not getting respect early on is HBO used to uh, run the promo for uh, Starship Troopers on on a constant, and it always said, you know, coming up next, Starship Troopers starring Casper Van Diem and Dookie Hauser. <laughs> I thought that was very 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 rude, but. Uh, Always made me chuckle. Uh, well, an excellent round for Seth. Not a horrible round for Kelsey. It is six to two. Seth is in the lead. How are you guys feeling as we wrap up round one? I bet Seth, let's start with you because you're probably feeling pretty good. Uh, well, maybe I, a little too good. I feel better. Um, I, I recognize that this is um, this doesn't speak well for my overall knowledge base. So, so um, I, I don't know that I feel confident, but I feel it's nice to have banked points for sure. Yes, yes, yes. You are doing just fine. You're you're going to be fine. The confidence is not uh, too overbearing here at all. No, not at all, Kelsey. Uh, you have confidence you might be able to catch up. I guess we'll see. I'm a. I shouldn't have tried to mess with Seth because I would have known that Gone Girl quote. Uh, but I'm mostly disappointed that we didn't get to hear the uh, graham cracker quote from Armageddon. <laughs> well. <laughs> Uh, you know, you might accuse me of missing a thing, but you know, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> we'll get through this, people. You and I together. <laughs> I want to forget certain scenes from movies, and that might be one of them. There, we're going to move on to round two. Uh, I cannot forget about round two. Ten more questions for you, and the category here is called Dream Teams. Dream Teams is the category. Kelsey, as the person who is trailing, you will get to go first. These are ten questions about fictional sports franchises. Fictional sports franchises. Optimistic? No, uh, but we'll see. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Uh, and there's still the catch-up catch-all at the end, so all is not lost, even if, uh, even if things don't go your way. But maybe you'll pull pull off a fourth quarter comeback here we shall see <laughs> uh one through ten all numbers are available for you okay uh lucky number three worked for me last time so i'll start with three lucky number three and kelsey pew 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 <laughs> you got one of the two bonuses right out of the gate again uh excellent bonus hunting much different from goodwill hunting but anyway <laughs> uh <laughs> here is your question about fictional sports teams in an episode of the x-files about a baseball player who is believed to be an alien what is the rather appropriate name of the team he plays for okay i've seen some of the x-files but i don't think i've seen this episode so i just need to come up with some sort of extraterrestrial name so let's go with the Rockets. The Rockets is not correct. Seth, do you happen to uh, know the answer to this one? 
No, I I don't know it for sure. I do vaguely remember the episode. I, I believe it was he played for the Negro Leagues. Um, it was sort of told in, in primarily flashback, uh, and it was a great episode. But I, I don't remember the name, and I'm also slightly blanking. Oh, but these are fictional teams, so it wouldn't, in theory, be based off of a real uh, Negro League team. So it doesn't even matter. Um, I'll go with the Flyers. The Flyers is not correct. This was it was a fun episode. Jesse L. Martin, who nobody really knew who he was back then, actually played the uh, baseball player in question, and he played for a team known as the Roswell Grays. Oh, the yeah. Roswell <laughs> Grays. Roswell makes sense. No points on that one. But Kelsey, you will still get the first dibs on the bonus. Here's hope, something I hope that you have seen. In Back to the Future 2, the Cubs are predicted to win the 2015 World Series by beating what team? That is an excellent question. Um, I'm going to say... Um, okay, I'm going to go with the Silver Sox. The Silver Sox. <laughs> a fine made-up name of a team, but not correct. Uh, Seth, do you know? I think... So I remember that there was some reference in, in uh, Back to the Future for a team that was at the time fictional, but I believe has since become real. I believe it was Miami, which didn't have a baseball team at the time. Um, but I don't remember what their team name was. I'm just going to say Miami, because there was a fictional baseball Miami team at that time. Uh, indeed, uh, I cannot hold you to getting the nickname, because technically they just said Miami in the film, although... Uh, there was a logo of an alligator, so most people assume that the name of this fictional team was the Miami Gators, but they were indeed fictional at the time. Uh, they predicted that the Cubs would win in a five-game sweep. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the doesn't-actually-exist Miami American League Gators franchise. Uh, one point for you, which puts you ahead 7-2 to two with the steal of that bonus, and you get to make your first pick of this round. Um, I don't want to do the same pattern again. That's no fun. Uh, I'll go, I'll go, um, I'll, I'll start with number one. Why not? Number one, and we're getting them out of the way early, folks. Pew, 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 pew. The bonus hunting is over. Let's start with your question, though. It's already been broadeded. What cheer team did Kirsten Dunst and her Rancho Carne Toros battle it out with in 2000? So I've never actually seen, um, I, I believe this is Bring It On. Um, I've seen the Not Another Team movie spoof of Bring It On like a dozen times, but not actually Bring It On proper. Um, so I don't know offhand. Um, I'm going to say that they're the Wildcats. They are not the Wildcats. Uh, I see Kelsey nodding, maybe. This is a reference that I know I've seen bring it on a lot. Uh, I believe it's the Clovers. It is indeed the East Compton High Clovers. You have indeed brought it at it. Well done. You get the steal there. Uh, turnabout is fair play. Just don't drop your spirit stick. <laughs> Bad things will uh, befall you. You have cut the lead to seven to three, and you are up, Kelsey. I'm going to go to seven. Seven it is. Seven it is. Bugs Bunny takes on a baseball team all by himself, yet somehow manages to win 96 to 95 against what team of burly cigar-smoking cheaters? So this sounds like Looney Tunes, and 
I'm going to say the Yosemite Sands. It is not the Yosemite <laughs> Sands, but I like the way you, uh, you guessed there. I like the, the reasoning. Seth, can you steal? Uh, I don't know this. I'm trying to think of Looney Tunes logic uh, in the premise of this high-scoring baseball game. Um, the um, cigar smoking makes me feel like they're the tycoons. I don't know. The tycoons? No, it is not the tycoons. Uh, yeah, this is a, a very famous cartoon where uh, first base Bugs Bunny, second base Bugs Bunny, shortstop Bugs Bunny, third base Bugs Bunny. Uh, <laughs> Come on, all by himself. They do a conga line as they just continue to hit and run around the bases and score. Uh, but they are the uh, bad guys, the gas house gorillas. The gas house gorillas is the answer there. Uh, Seth, you are up. Uh, I'll go with number two. Number two. Here is your question. The Bingo Long Traveling All-Stars and Motor Kings was a barnstorming baseball team that toured small Midwest towns in the 1930s. Who played Bingo Long just shy of 45 years ago? Oof. Oh, boy. Um, so I don't know. It doesn't even sound all that familiar, but 45 years ago puts this at uh, 1975 um, or thereabouts. Um so perhaps this is in the the, the 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 time frame of like the bad news bears or something. So I'm gonna say uh, perhaps this was an early version of the career path for uh, Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau is not correct, Kelsey. Okay, I still don't know this, um, but I will go with Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, no. Uh... Right, uh, certainly right time frame, because I told you 45 years ago, but maybe if I had said 45 years ago, uh, this was a group of uh, Negro Leaguers, fictional of course, who decided that they didn't like the way the league was being run, so they made their own team, and Bingo Long was the best pitcher in town, Billy D. Williams, some fine Colt 45, (laughs) that was your clue there, 45. Indeed. Then, you know, he made enough money to buy the Millennium Falcon. And anyway, uh, <laughs> Kelsey, you are back on track to make your selection. Four, five, six, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Well, rumor has it that the Beatles loved sports. So I'm going to go with number nine. <laughs> number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Here we go. Uh, I'm not going to read the clue backwards. However, here is your. <laughs> Here's your clue. Keanu Reeves plays Shane Falco, a scab who plays quarterback when the regular players go on strike for what team? Okay, this is the replacements. And I believe they were a red and blue team. But I don't think you'll accept the jersey colors. Um... I don't know if I can remember the name of their team. So let's go with the Rebels. The Rebels, fine guess. Not correct. Seth, can you steal? So I, I, I have about as much of a baseline knowledge as Kelsey does, although the, the thing that stands out is I believe that their mascot, for some reason the name is coming to mind, which might be right. It might be what's coming to mind is the Sentinels or the Knights. But I'm going to go with 
Sentinels because it's such a weird name that it only would have come to mind if it in theory was based in somewhat the truth. Uh, well, I'm not sure how he does it, but he does it. <laughs> Sentinels is indeed the correct answer. The Washington Sentinels. Uh, this is a fictional movie, but it is based on the real-life scab replacement players when the NFL went on strike, and so they took a lot of stories from that. But yes, indeed, the Washington Sentinels stolen. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, eight to three is now the score. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, Seth, you get to make the next pick. Uh, I, my, my pattern's not really working as well this time, so I'm going to ditch that, um, and I'll, I'll go with uh, number eight. Number eight. Here is your question. You have definitely heard of all the players on this team. Who is on first? What is on second? I don't know is on third. What is the name of this team? Oh, boy. Um, God. I, when I was in middle school, my friend and I memorized this, and it was a, it was a, 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 a gasp. You know, we, we thought it was very funny. And it was very funny. But um, I, 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 I believe it was Rockville. If, or maybe I'm conflating this with Casey at the bat. Um, uh, no, that's... Mudville. No, none of these are true. I'm just making things up. I, Rockville came to mind. I don't remember the team name, and I don't know that that's right, but what else am I doing here? I'll say Rockville. Rockville is not correct. Kelsey, do you happen to know? I do not, but let's see if I can at least come up with something clever. <laughs> um, I don't think I've actually heard this joke told in its entirety. So I will go with the the anybody's. <laughs> the anybody's. That is, that is actually not a horrible guess. Because, you know, maybe the, the interrogations, the preposition. <laughs> sure, uh, Seth, you are uh, you were correct in the fact that the Mudville Nine was indeed from Casey at the bat. The outlook wasn't brilliant for the Mudville Nine that day. Uh, neither here nor there. But I thought I'd at least reassure you that you weren't <laughs> completely talking out of your rear there. Uh, yeah, this routine it did go. Uh, uh, Abbott and Costello's routine went through many iterations, but the one that is repeated most often and is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, you can see they are wearing the uniform of a fictional team called the St. Louis Wolves. The Wolves. Oh, wow. The outlook wasn't brilliant for either of you thus far this round, <laughs> although the score is still 8-3. to three, And there are four questions left to go. Four, five, six, and ten. Kelsey, you are up. Number four. Number four, Will Farrell plays the owner slash player slash coach of what soon to be disbanded ABA team in the movie Semi Pro. Um I also haven't seen Semi Pro, but I wanna say those jerseys were yellow. So I will say the the Jacksonville Suns. Jacksonville Suns, not correct. Uh, Seth, can you steal? You know, uh, I, so I can. Um, and <laughs> what I'm going to say is when, when AJ introduced this as being fictional teams, what went through my mind is, oh, so at the Flint Tropics. Um, and I believe that this is the Flint Tropics were the team from Semi-Pro. 
It is indeed the Flint Tropics. Actually, I do think that the uh, Jacksonville Suns might actually be a minor league baseball team. I'll, <laughs> I'd have to check that. But I, I do think that's there's definitely a Suns. So, uh, yeah, uh, Flint Tropics, that kind of juxtaposed preposterousness. Uh, yeah, that is correct, which means scores now 9-3, to three. Seth building a not insurmountable lead. No, no, no. Still time to catch up. Still a few questions left in this round. Seth, five, six, or ten? Uh, I will go with a five. Five it is. Hayden Fox was the coach of what fictional Big Ten school? Uh, so I, this is, I, I, I believe I know this. So this is from the, the show Coach, right? And um, I sh- so I, I, I live in Minneapolis, but I'm not from Minnesota. So I didn't have a strong reference point, but I, I have a vague memory that this was Minnesota State. No, I think Minnesota State exists. No. Well, I think it was a Minnesota school, and I think it was some variation of, of the University of Minnesota, uh, Minnesota Tech. I should know this. I should know what schools actually exist in Minnesota. I've lived here for five years now. But not knowing that, I will go with Minnesota State, which might be a real school, in which case I apologize. The Screaming Eagles of Minnesota State is correct. <laughs> At the time, it did not exist. Uh, after the show uh, went off the air, a uh, couple of schools, including the uh, Mankato State, decided to change its name officially to Minnesota State at Mankato. Um, but they do not play Division One, so it doesn't really impact anybody. But, yeah, most of the schools in the Big Ten were like Michigan to Michigan State and you know Penn State, and so they wanted to have another state in there. There was a Minnesota. They invented Minnesota State. It is 10 to 3. Wowzers. Two question left. Kelsey, do not despair. Do not despair. <laughs> six or ten. I'll say six. Six it is. Here is your question. The New Orleans Clown Punchers, the Monterey Mulchers, and the Poughkeepsie State Flying Cougars all play what sport? Um... I will just have to take a guess here, and I'm going to say roller derby. Roller derby, an excellent guess, but not correct. (laughs) I know, I know. Go ahead and punch your clown. Uh, (laughs) Seth, can you steal? Um, I have a guess. I believe these are very goofy names, and I believe these were teams from uh, basketball. It is not basketball, though that was an excellent guess. It is goofy names from a goofy film. These are all teams in the same league as the average Joes in the movie Dodgeball. (laughs) That's right. Dodgeball. My favorite, of course, being the Girl Scout troop. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that means we have one question left. Seth, this question is yours. Here is your question. In 1979, Dr. J and Meadowlark Lemon try to salvage what struggling team through the use of astrology? Um, Dr. J and Meadowlark Lemon. Um, so I, I, uh, I, I don't know this. Um, I have a suspicion this is from one of the um, um, like Fat Albert or some other kind of 70s era, like kind of goofy show. But I, I don't have any strong reference. Although they also, 
I know the Harlem Globetrotters went to Gilligan's Island, but I don't, I don't remember that as being any astrology. I mean, I didn't see that, but, and also I don't think Dr. J well, okay. So the short answer is I have no idea. And the longer answer that I already gave would be the, I said Wildcats before. It's a very common name. I'll go with Wildcats again. Wildcats is not correct. <laughs> Kelsey, you have a chance to steal. Um, I don't think I can unless I get super lucky, but let's just say the Zodiacs. The Zodiacs, fine guess, not correct. This is from a movie uh, from the late 70s. There were a lot of, shall we say, low-tech looking. I mean, looking back, they look really low-tech. A lot of films about... Uh, you know, ever since the Bad News Bears, they they were they were just oh, let's just have these underdog stories, and so they made this film called The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh, which is a basketball movie about a team uh, originally called the Pittsburgh Pythons that was losing, and they consulted uh, Stockard Channing, who was playing an astrologer and uh, gypsy fortune teller type, and they changed their team name. To the Pittsburgh Pisces. The Pisces got the power. Oh, wow, you're so close. The power <laughs> of the fish. Yeah, if, if, if you had even heard of the movie, maybe Fish Pisces would have would have. Do, do you want like one-twelfth of a point? I'm willing to... to... <laughs> you know, some might call that arrogance, Seth. <laughs> oh, okay, that's... I just, because Zodiac is so close. For a guess, I, I had no idea. It's okay. Indeed. I should have guessed Pisces because I am a Pisces. Oh, yeah. But, oh, wow. Good. It's all good. Well, <laughs> there is still a chance for you, Kelsey, because the score is 10 to 3, but all is not lost. We still have one question left. It is our catch-up catch-all. Here is how it works. I'm going to give you both the name of a top 10 list. Seth, because you are in the lead, you will get to go first and give me one name on this list. If you get it right, you will get one more point added to your score. Uh, but it's really just an opportunity for you to take perhaps the low-hanging fruit off the list so that Kelsey cannot use it. Uh, if you get it wrong, no harm, no foul. Once you are done, Kelsey will have to name as many as she can from this list in order without getting one wrong. If she gets enough to tie or pass you, she will, of course, come out ahead. If she fails, then you will, Seth, get the title that you have earned up to this point. But you can still snatch victory from the jaws of defeat here. Uh, Seth, you are up first. Please tell me one answer from the top ten list. Most recent UN member states to join. This does not include any members who simply changed their name. We're talking original date of joining the United Nations, the most recent member states to join. Okay. Seth, you may so, take one off the board if you can. I, I, I believe one of the most recent nations to come into existence, and I assume that they got membership upon doing so, was South Sudan. So I'll say South Sudan. South Sudan is indeed the most recent member state to join, having joined in July of 2011. Kelsey, so here's where we stand. It is 11 to 3. There are nine names left on this list. Get them all, you win. Get eight, 
you tie, get any fewer than that, and Seth takes home the title. Are you ready? I guess I'm going to have to be. I was hoping that Seth wouldn't take South Sudan. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that was the easiest one. Um, so I know that you, the UN recognizes Palestine, and I feel like that was fairly recent. So I'll start with Palestine. Starting with Palestine. Uh, unfortunately, it is not one of the more recent... <laughs> Uh, acceptances. They do recognize Palestine. Uh, however, uh, not not on the most recent list here. Uh, and that means, Seth, you are the winner. You Yay. are the winner. Congratulations. While Thank you, you. Uh, begin to uh, craft your closing words, let me go over the rest of this list here. Uh, so, Iswatini, not on this list because that's just a name change. Uh, we have, in 2006, Montenegro. In 2002, we have Timor-Leste, and believe it or not, Switzerland. Switzerland did not join until 2002. I guess they felt that they were not being neutral if they were to join, <laughs> whatever. That, that's always a surprising one on the list. Uh, in 2000, we had Serbia, the other half of Montenegro. I don't know why they dragged their feet for six years, but there they were. Uh, we also had Tuvalu in 2000. We had three countries join in September of 1999. Those would be Kiribati, Nauru, and Tonga. And in 1994, sticking in that neck of the woods, Palau. Palau. A lot of the island nations join in late. Um, well, Kelsey, it was just not your day category-wise <laughs> after, after you know exhibiting incredible Beneflack knowledge early. Uh, <laughs> just got away from you. Uh, before I let you go from the hot seat, anything you'd like to say, yell at me for a pin, plug, <laughs> or, or you know, the floor, as they say, is yours. Yeah, uh, a lot of people have been creating some content for all of us while we're all working from home. So I would encourage everyone, if you are enjoying that content, to try and put some of your money their way if you have any that you can and show them that you appreciate them. Oh, very kind words. Yeah, there are a lot of people doing a lot of really cool things out there, from Trivial Warfare to uh, Triviality to Questionable Company to Lita George doing his uh, streaming thing on Twitch. Uh, everyone's doing a really nice job of trying to keep them uh, home fires burning, as it were. So, uh, Kelsey, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having you are me. Welcome back and congratulations, Seth. <laughs> thank you, Kelsey. Great job. Seth, you get to close it out. Uh, floor is yours thank you thank you uh this was this was a treat i think these these categories obviously seem to have suited me pretty well so i feel very fortunate um but i will i will uh you know as this is being recorded we're still sort of in the early days of all this insanity um depending on when it comes out maybe you guys will be more clairvoyant on what's going on but i will plug uh washing your hands that's something <laughs> that i will make a, like a case for full 20 seconds and uh calling your mom i will plug calling your mom as well if at all possible uh, those, those, and I guess uh, other parental figures in your life. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, we live in strange days, and so doing your best to to stay connected, even if you're not very close to each other, is going to be uh, important. Very, very good, very good words there. Uh, so all of you, thank you all for listening. I hope this brought a little bit of uh, sunshine into a 
cloudy situation. But hey, we'll get through the other side, and we will be back next week. Until then, thank you for listening. Take care, and bye-bye. Did you beat our guest, or did our guest beat you? Tell us all about it on Twitter at BMGPod. Also, please review and rate us on iTunes. And if you like what you've heard, spread the word. This has absolutely not been a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production.